0: Am I glad to see you. Catch that on the corner. She passed away a moment ago. She's probably tall and wearing something cool, maybe green. Do you see her? Grab oh. to me.
1: Come on, baby, what you see? That light don't change fast, you know. Start from the top. And go to the toe. Natural? Or comb.
2: Or Hi, I'm Veronica. Do you want to have fun? Then call me right now. Just dial 734-763-3500 with your method of payment ready. I'll be waiting to hear from you right here at WCBN's annual fundraiser. So what are you waiting for? Pick up the phone and dial... 734-763-3500 I can't wait to hear from you.
0: Tell they are, you're gonna love me Say, I love me, sugar mama, like you used to Really, if you're gonna love me, sugar mama, hey, I love me like I wanted you to
2: good afternoon you've got living writers i'm t hetzel and today i'm so pleased to have andre williams here in the studio with me um andre welcome and thanks for being here
1: thank you very much thank you very much
2: and so why why did you choose that that's one of your songs why did you choose um that one to to lead us off with the with the this the special you're you're a special guest here at W C B M. Um much fated and lauded here around these parts and um uh, and everywhere um, and it's also thanks for coming in our fundraiser you're too because <laughs> i think um you're going to make a sparkle it will be a little more dazzling with you around for this <laughs> hour here at wcbn thank you um so so listeners um pick up the phone give us a call 734-763-3500 um as you're listening to the show, or maybe call us afterwards, whatever you like. But we've got people standing by with the phones. Um, Andre, so you're you're visiting because you're currently on a book tour um, with your your first your fictional debut, right? Right. <laughs> um, and it's called "Sweets and Other Stories." Um, this is out by Kick Books. Um, Miriam Lina, editor and publisher. Um, and it, the book just looks great. Did you did you love it when you saw it? Did you have?
1: I went completely woo woo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Marion did such a fantastic job on that cover, man. It is the cover is just uh, by itself is just fantastic. She did a great job on the whole project.
2: It's it's looks almost like it's like this old school look to it. Exactly. Just, yeah. that's
1: exactly what it is. It It is definitely old school.
2: And on the back, if you're carrying this around town with you like I've been, it says um, the top uh, red band says good reading for the minions. And then jailbait is in huge letters. <laughs> so um, before we go any further, Andre, I'm going to read your short bio okay. here um, on the back of um, sweets and other stories. Andre Williams was born in Bessemer, Alabama in 1936. He spent his teen years in Chicago, relocating to Detroit, Michigan, after a stint in the Navy. He went into the entertainment field, recording many top hits, including Bacon Fat, Greasy Chicken, Jail Bait, and Pulling Time, for the legendary Fortune Records label. He earned the nickname Mr. Rhythm for the hundreds of classic masters that he has written, performed on, or produced. He continues to create music and make his home back in Chicago. Sweets is his first collection of fiction. Um, so, Andre, you're used to touring, but you're used to touring um, with with a band, and now it's with a, with a book as well. Um, what, what have been some of the differences that you've uh because I, I, you were in New York City, weren't you? That's was yes. like the, the book's launch. What was that
1: like? That was um, that was fantastic. I mean, it, it was a total sellout. Uh, the first time, well, that was my first book signing. That was, and uh, this was a different class of people, first of all. And I was totally in awe when I seen all of these sophisticated bourgeois sitting up in there owing woo-woo over me. You know, it's generally...
2: Well-deserved (laughs) woo-woo.
1: Well, you know, generally my crowd is the raunchy, let's do it, (laughs) run about, kick them in the booty (laughs) uh, type people. And all of a sudden, here I am sitting in front of um, uh, the anti-smokers and the (laughs) <laughs> and the pro golfers and the, and the uh,
2: and you were in a church, right? Because it was Saint Mark's, sweepers, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: and the church was packed, uh. and they were all wearing uh, sophisticated clothes. It was a it was a new experience for me, and it was my first book reading, so I really didn't know how to go about it. So I just asked them, "Could I just?" come off the top of my head, as Andre Williams generally do. Lots of times they get me in trouble, but uh, that's generally my method of procedure. So here we are.
2: Yes. And even if they had said, well, obviously they agreed, but who could say no, right? You were going to do it anyway. (laughs) The Andre Williams way.
1: I was going to sneak it in, yes.
2: Can you tell us about like how did this book start because you, of course you've been writing songs and music and um like you you helped write Stevie Wonder's first hit um right. and so you uh, you know you've been writing songs is it since 1950 was that
1: 1955
2: 55 mm-hmm. and that was with Fortune Records Right well maybe we'll, let's start there instead. How okay. did you get that 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 break cuz you came you you were born in Alabama, then you spent some time in Chicago, went back to Alabama for a while, but then you you decided to go to Detroit.
1: Well, um what happened was I didn't want to I didn't want to after I left the navy, I didn't want to go back to Chicago. And one of uh one of my best Friends who was in the Navy with me, was from Detroit. And he invited me to come to Detroit and start my life anew. Plus, he had a gorgeous little sister that we wound up getting married. She was about 17. I think I was 19. Uh, and I, I eventually wound up staying there. So, as a result, I couldn't get, uh, I couldn't, I wanted to be a policeman. I don't know
2: Now how, that's, how. <laughs> that's something else for Andre I, I, Williams to say. I'm trying to tell you
1: how my ambition was to be a policeman. I would never know how that came about. Anyway, uh, the guy that gave me the police test didn't like me from Jump Street. Right from the beginning, he was a lieutenant on the police force. He didn't particularly care about me because I didn't care whether he cared or not. And he knew I didn't care. So that fell through. So I'm walking around Detroit, uh, broke, no money. And I was kind of shamefaced with my friend supporting me. I went to a, a theater called a Wallfield Theater. And a lady by the name of Miss Walfield owned the theater, and every Wednesday she would have amateur shows and People from all over the city would come on a Wednesday night and participate in the amateur show so I decided i I was going to the movie I was very depressed, and I went to the I went to the theater, and I'm sitting in the theater, and I see this flash come across the screen. Amateur show at 10 o'clock. First prize, $25.
2: That's like a gold mine. I'm telling
1: (laughs) you. So I say, now, I got to have this $25. Now, I got to figure out what can I do to win this $25. So I say, I'm going to write a song. So that was about 7.30. And the amateur show started at 9.30. So that gave me two hours to come up with this song. So I'm thinking, what Your kind first of, song. The first song. So I'm thinking and I'm thinking, and I said, I know what I'll do. I'll write a song that goes something like this. I'm a lone stranger from... A, Across the track, I got a pocket full of money and a Cadillac singing. Hi-yo, hi-yo, Silver Ride. And I sung that song, and it won the first prize. So I won that $25. And if you win, you had a chance to come back the following week and participate for the $25 again. So I came back the second time. And I said, now I got to add something else on to the singing. So I decided I'd dance a little. So on the dance, on on the front of the stage, they had a big orchestra pit, you know, where right at the end of the stage is the orchestra pit, pit. And it was about six feet deep from the stage. So being Andre Williams, the genius that I am, I decided that I would jump from the stage into the middle of the aisle in the theater over the orchestra booth. And I got halfway in the air, and I decided I was not going to make it (laughs) to the other side. Oh, I started flapping my wings and everything, but it didn't work. And I looked around, and I was in the middle of the air, in the middle of that orchestra booth, and I fell down in the middle of the orchestra booth, right on top of all of the, the musicians and the whole bit.
2: Which section did you land in? Was it the brass? The was it oh the drummer?
1: <laughs> oh, I just something. landed right in his drums and the whole bit. So the lady there, her name was Miss Wallfield. She's she said, "This guy, we got the, this guy's got something
2: star potential, obviously." Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> So she called Miss. She called Miss Wallfield. She called uh, Miss Brown, who was the president of Fortune Records, and she, and uh, she said, "You got to come and see this guy." I mean, this guy comes up with something different every Wednesday. You know, he never ceased to amaze me. So you, you got to come down and see it, See him. So Miss Brown came down to the Wallfield Theater. This was the fifth week straight that I had won the show. And Miss Warfield seen me, and she signed me that night with Fortune Records. So that was the beginning. She had a group called the Five Dollars. No, they weren't named. They were named the (laughs) Al And, of course, again, me being the genius that I am, I'd say, well, this name is not going to work in the big time. We got to come up with a name a real good name. So she said, okay, that was the weekend. She said, okay, I'll give you guys over the weekend to come up with a name. Well that weekend we went to Chicago to audition for VJ Records. Well, you know, because we had heard some bad stuff about Fortune Records, so we was just trying to cover all the bases. And uh, Calvin Carter, who was the AR man for vj records he auditioned us and he said you got to come up with a tricky name so he came up with the name the five dollars
2: why we, was that tricky was it like what
1: well because money okay you know, <laughs> can't go wrong $5. with that dollars how yeah. you gonna miss the dollars <laughs> and it's a
2: fundraiser yeah.
1: thanks andre there you go so anyway we we bought the name to five dollars and we went back to Detroit, and we told Miss Brown about it. She said that name sounds tricky, so we'll use that. So the next thing was to figure out what kind of song was we wanna was we gonna record. Well, me knowing that I wasn't the world's greatest singer, you know, always have known that, and never proclaimed to be a great singer. I've always said I was an entertainer. This singer thing got tagged on to me by other people, so anyway, we were trying to figure out what kind of material were we going to come up with. Well, I thought about the I thought about the the trip down south that we went down to Memphis to audition to do a show at the Blues House, which was where all of the big artists. B.B. King and everybody would sing on Bill Street at this club. And we went down there to audition for Clifford Brown. Yeah, his name was Clifford Brown, too. And um, he hired us on. He let us stay there. He gave us room and board. Didn't pay us. We just got room and board, and he fed us. And we stayed there for about four weeks. So on the way back to Chicago... I'm looking out the window, and I'm seeing all of these cotton pickers, you know, picking cotton, and and I'm thinking, and I say, now I got to come up with a song, and I'm looking at these cotton pickers, you're seeing some cotton pickers with the sacks on their backs. So I said, that's a song. And then it was, uh, I was eating a bacon, egg, and tomato sandwich, which the bacon fat came from. So I put all that together, and when we got back to Chicago, I said, "Miss Brown, I think I got an idea. Why don't we try to do a song with me talking? She said, oh, no, that's out of the question, Andre. We don't, you know, what is songs? A song. You're supposed to sing songs, Andre, not talk them. What just happened that Ernie Durham, which was Ernie... Durham, the biggest blues disc jockey in Detroit at the time, he was in the studio, and uh, he heard me do Bacon Fat, and he said, Dorothy, if you record it, I'll play it. So, you know, it was hard to get people to play your record unless you had payola in the first place, and it was hard to get them to play a record, period, let alone pay a talking record. And when he said he would play it, then Miss Brown immediately jumped right on it. And we recorded Bacon Fat.
2: And let's hear some of it, Andre. We'll take a short break and okay. we'll be right back today. Andre Williams, his book, Sweets. Let's hear Bacon Fat. <laughs>
0: See, all my friends was uh, glad to see me. Seen some down by the railroad track. Seen some cotton pickers with their sacks on their backs. They say, man, yeah, glad to see you back. We got a new dance they call a uh, bacon fat. It goes. Oh, yourself yelling, then you go, oh, but the chicken was never like this, yeah, oh, I feel like I want to holler, but the town's too small, and yeah, Now then I went down to see my local DJ. His name is Kane, he lived down Tennessee way. I said, hey man, what's this new kind of jump? Where you wind up twice and then you end up with a bump. He said, dig daddy, this is a natural fact. It's a sweep in the south, that thing, the bacon fat you go. Entertain the people, young'un. Oh, help yourself. Oh, how messy. Mm-hmm. Oh, now play it good. Now play it good.
2: Welcome back. You've got living writers. I'm T Hetzel, and today on the program, Andre Williams is here in the studio. Now I feel like the roar of the crowd. <laughs> we should have a button for that, Andre. <laughs> um, so, Andre, when we were at, at the the break, then you were you were talking about um, one of the 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 songs, and you you just started singing. And I wish I I don't know. Do you do you want to finish that story you were telling oh. me off mic?
1: Oh, you was asking me about. Uh, I think we were talking about Tijuana. How did how did I come up with the Tijuana? Well, the Clovis had made a song called, I see, how did it go? Down in Mexicali, there's a cool little place that I know, Smokey Joe's Cafe. He wears a red bandana, the cool piano, you know, cookie tonk down in Mexico. That was where I got. The idea of bacon fat from that was from the clovers, uh,
2: or down in Tijuana, that one. Okay,
1: right, that's where that came from.
2: Yeah, because it has that. It has that different. Yeah, it has that sort of south of the border border feel to it. Exactly where it came from. Um, Well, Andre, before we go any further, I'm going to tell folks about some things to look out for because. um, because you're in town for a few days. right? So, um, let's see. L- looking looking ahead to Saturday, at 5 o'clock, there's a book signing of sweets and other stories uh, with Kix Books. At Book Beat, the bookshop Book Beat on Greenfield Road in Oak Park. Um, then, very exciting, 8 p.m. Uh, a performance at the Park Bar. Uh, this is in Detroit at the corner of Park and Elizabeth, downtown. That's 8 p.m. Um so get your tickets now. And then, um, lucky us, Andre returns to Ann Arbor um, on Sunday, 5 p.m., book signing um, at Cafe Ambrosia. So come, and um, there'll be books available to buy. Um, come and meet Andre. Cafe Ambrosia, 5 o'clock on Sunday. Um, so let's talk about this talking rather than singing Thing <laughs> okay. So, um, when you when you did it, and you were going to do it anyway, right? No matter what they said, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, was this the first time it had ever been recorded in a song at at you know at Fortune Records or or anywhere?
1: Well, actually, as far as my knowledge, that was the first talk record. But Costa Clovis. Song was almost talking, he was singing it a little, but he was saying me- melodically, you know, but I was straight talking poetically, and um that's how that went that was yeah, that was the first I guess that was one of the first ever talking songs that ever you know clicked
2: and so then you opened it up for other people to have oh, have, yeah. have that as well oh yeah and and so and you have some poems in Suites. In your book, a few poems mm-hmm. um and and it seems like you feel like you like when you when you just said it's poetically when you you would speak poetically and mm-hmm. and songs are poems, right. aren't they well, that's you where know.
1: they originate from, yeah um, well, the songs that here on sweets they were written for songs, but what happened was. We had to fill the book up, so we just took a whole bunch of songs and um, wrote them down and made poems out of them and put them in the back of the book. But I I had structured those poems for songs, but since we needed to fill the book up because my stories were so quick. You know, I didn't write one in big dictionary-type stories. Mine are quick and to the point.
2: Yeah, kind of like the man himself here, right? <laughs>
1: well, kind of like uh, when you're having sex, you want to get it over with.
2: Over with? <laughs> I'm yeah, kidding. quick. Okay. Well that's the um
1: did I say the wrong thing nah, okay. nah. <laughs>
2: okay. you can't say the wrong thing <laughs> okay say whatever you want um but you know what we just had um i I think Brian Thompson came in here and gave us a um just a quick note next two pledges um we'll get a pair of tickets to park Bar show so if you call us um seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred um this could be you. Um, so give us a call and um, and you could be seeing Andre Williams in person at the Park Bar show. It's good that they're reminding me and yeah, us I'd, that it's a fundraiser because <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'm also like forgetting. To, um,
1: I'd, I'd also like to ask you people, uh, you people that's lucky enough to listen to us. Uh, come on and um, go in your pocket and, you know, that. Seven dollars that you were spending for cigarettes, skip a pack of cigarettes and throw it our way, but because these kids these kids uh, these kids can use it. I see a couple of them look around here. They look like they had the same T-shirt on
2: for two weeks. Yeah, so, so I'm. <laughs> That's totally true. <laughs> is it true? That's Brian Delaney, our engineer, and you just heard him as DJ Blackout on the oh, show before. Okay.
1: no, did
2: not, not. He works this, at night. Oh,
1: well, this is not derogatory, <laughs> but I'm just saying how soulful this station is, and how real these people are. That you know, you people should go ahead in your back pocket and peel off one of those five or ten dollars and throw it in there. I'm gonna put five dollars in instead of buying me um uh one of them energy drinks. <laughs> 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 think, Thank you, Andre. <laughs> I think I'll just I think I'll just do, donate it to uh to the studio and skip the energy drink. Um well yeah instead of Having sex tonight? I think I'll just donate the ten dollars to the to the radio station and skip the sex tonight.
2: The purse is growing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, and I also see that we've got callers on the line. So if you get a busy signal, please call us yeah. back. I mean, call um, us.
1: Look, people. Now I know you people are very. I know you people have a lot to do, especially with this being this time of day. But take the time out. You you know you never realize your blessings never come from where you put them. Your blessings always come from unexpected places. So if you want to get blessed, go ahead and bless somebody else and see if it come back to you. These kids need help and help them out because they're giving me water instead of giving me a a drink or some. Energy drinks or something. <laughs> we will me see the, about yeah. getting you an energy yeah. drink. Is anyone out there listening they, can bring us also no. an energy drink as they well as a donation? <laughs> and they feed they feed me with cups of cold, clear water. Now, you know they need some money. Bad. So help them out, y'all. Come on in help them out and make a donation. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs>
2: Thank you, thank you, Andre. Yeah. Now that was—you should be listening to uh, Andre Williams. Um, oh, my mom just called and made a pledge. Thank you, Sally Hetzel.
1: You mean? Oh man, we got mothers giving up money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, that's some mothers don't generally do. It, give up the paper.
2: It must be your sultry voice, Andre. I
1: don't know. Hello, darling. Put five more dollars to it, sweetheart.
2: <laughs> I think we're gonna get, we're gonna play this on a loop, Andre. After you leave, I think, and I think if this will be, you're, you're our lucky charm. What was what was a moment that happened to you when you said your blessings never come from where you expect them? What, what's a moment like that for you, Andre?
1: Well, I never do something for something in return. When I do something, it's because either I want to date their mother or I want to date their sister. There's an alternative motive involved when Andre Williams give up his precious time. So having said that, at the risk of saying something really dirty, I think I'll leave it right there.
2: Um, thanks, Andre. Because <laughs> you know, if if we were on late at night, we could keep you know. Well, keep I it, ro- wanna, keep it I, rolling.
1: Well, I want to I want to I want to try to practice keeping it kind of clean because that's not my forte. I'm not a very clean man. You know, no,
2: I really. Well, you're very, I mean, well w- 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 let's qualify that because okay. you're, you're super sharp. And when you were saying you're w- at St. Mark's when we were looking out at it, all the people who came to the, the reading and the book signing. I mean, you're super sharp and style is something that's a one with you. Right. You've, you said I think I read somewhere you said you decided ever since you saw Cab Calloway and how right. he was turned out that what
1: I say it. When I saw Cab Calloway in 1952, I said to myself, I'm going to be just like that guy. I'm going to wear them suits. And my father always said, Andre, always dress like what you need, not like what you want. Because people will contribute to your cause if they see you need it not that you let me try to let me try to clarify this. okay try to dress like what you are about you know and
2: what we are looking to
1: yeah cuz if you if you if you go in and ask somebody to make a contribution You don't go in there wearing overalls because they're going to give you what you look like. And that's even even in a contribution. Uh, You want to look good so they'll contribute good. You know, if you've got overalls, they're going to give you a half a dollar. If you go in with a $100 suit, then they might give you $10. So I just figured that I'd go the suit route and look the part, and look the right. part, and they'd be embarrassed handing me a dollar, cause I get that back to them. Hey, you know I don't need this dollar, and you take it <laughs> back. You
2: know? However, WCBN will take a dollar right. if you'd like to call well, in. But, we will take that dollar. <laughs> well,
1: they'll take it, but I'll tell you this: you're not going to get the blessing that you would have gotten if you only give a dollar. You have to give for what you. So put yourself in the position of the people who needs it. How much would you want? How much how much would you need? How much would you expect or uh, would appreciate somebody helping you out with a dollar? Of course not. At least get enough to buy a pack of cigarettes or uh, buy your a beer. Uh, You know, give the folks something. And you folks out there, if you can afford to listen to the radio this time of day, evidently you're not working. So you must be making money from somewhere because you have to make a living. So spend some of that money with us today. Call (laughs) in and give us a little piece of your... Your action.
2: And thank you, Andre Williams. Thank you. You you are a superstar, and you are. And if you're listening on a podcast, hey, it's not too late. Give us a call. True. Um, and so today, we're going to take a short break. Today, we've got Andre Williams here. As you know by now, his latest, his book, "Sweets and Other Stories." We'll be right back.
0: I'm going down to Tijuana. <laughs> time down the away you want to do.
2: living writers i'm t hetzel today andre williams is here andre williams um, i 've got some good news for you listeners um, if you 're with us you you know you 've been listening you know it 's our fundraiser um, we 've got a pair of tickets to the park Bar show this Saturday where you can you can see andre Williams um, as he 's already told him told us himself um, <laughs> there 's going to be some singing talking are you are you like dancing too because you said you always keep adding things to the show andre so how yeah, what's it like now?
1: Well, um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well since since my recent birthday I decided to cut down oh. a little on this on the dance and, and the
2: And that's November first.
1: Right, but after the last one, you know, after my last birthday, in order to sing all these songs in one show, I have to kinda of cut down on the singing.
2: Or the dancing. The dancing. the dancing, okay. Yeah, so I
1: could say that energy. You know, to do the whole show, so I am doing a little of all of it, a little of all. We we got a pretty good
2: mix. Oh, and so that'll be this Saturday at right. the Park Bar. The Park You'll Bar. be be um, mixing it up then.
1: Yeah, mixing right. it up. That's the word. <laughs> That's the word. Exactly.
2: Um, well, Andre, can you tell us um, a little bit about how, like, what was the the beginning of Sweets and Other Stories? How did how did this project start? Because you've always been writing and writing songs, writing poems. So how did the fiction start? Ooh, Ooh we've got an energy drink delivery. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, <laughs> nothing but the blues.
1: Um, okay. Now, where are we at now? Let's take oh, me back.
2: Okay. How did, how did this start? With You've been you've writing um, songs and poems your entire life. Um, so how did sweets come into be? When, why did you decide to start writing some fiction?
1: Well actually And is it
2: really fiction?
1: Well no. <laughs> it's 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 the colored up truth. But in order to to disguise names, places and things, I had to do a little coloring on it and add some, you know, some different type things to so it wouldn't just tell on people, but there actually, ah. there actually was a sweets.
2: That's what I was going to ask you because yeah, the book there, is dedicated
1: no, to sweets. She actually, she actually was a young girl who became a drug entrepreneur. She became a a drug dealer.
2: She was like a czar.
1: She, she was <laughs> a, she was a czar, and she wasn't five feet tall. She was a little short, little scrumpy, scrappy little thing. Um, she learned from a professional drug dealer and what else? She got me hooked Uh, and I used to go to her to get drugs on credit. (laughs) That's why I loved her so much because I didn't have to have money all the time to get my drugs.
2: And so that was in Chicago, Andre? Uh, yes. So, cause it's, so it's placed in Chicago, because that's the setting of the story, too. Yeah. When you mentioned, um, like when we were joking and you said, well, I'm trying to be clean. Is that So is that what you mean? Uh, what did you mean by that? Because I sort of took it to the the style direction.
1: No, the clean meant that I'm drug free. You know, <laughs> since I realized that I wasn't going nowhere fast and that... Um, Life was catching up with me, and um, how can I cannot say this without being dirty. Um,
2: hmm. Hmm.
1: My sex consumption have decreased. How did that sound?
2: Sounds. Sounds. That's a good way to put it. Well. Well. Yeah. But hopefully, there's. There's been a turnaround. No, well well I mean, you know We don't have to talk about this on the air. Well,
1: yeah, well actually actually like the older you get the more you know, the more you you're not as aggressive as you used to be. And which I'm not anymore. I'm I'm more after money now, you know, than I am after sex.
2: But always Where the music, was, right? Always yeah, the music.
1: Yeah, before it was like Sex. Sex first. Money second. But now, you know, do without the sex, if I get a $100 bill, I'll take the $100 bill rather than uh, a piece of A-A-A-A.
2: So, and, you know, and while we're at it, um, call and donate a $100 bill maybe to seven three four seven six three. 3,500. Um, you've got Andre Williams here, and uh, he's already given you many reasons why you should call us here at the station. But, but, um, but so, Sweets, it's, I thought it was interesting, um, reading the book, Andre, that your, your main character, Sweets, and, and
1: All right, let me oh, cut in on you. Okay, you do it. All right. D.C. Harbold, just donated $20. Woohoo! Now, what I want to say to you, my friend, is I hope that the rest of this week be nothing but positive for you because you have done a positive thing, and I hope you have nothing but good luck from now until next Wednesday. No, I won't put a date on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like our, our our angel, Andre,
2: our guardian angel well, here, you know, <laughs> the I just, I just,
1: I just, I'm just so thankful for you guys having me on your show because you know this is this is a privilege.
2: Oh, this as, uh-huh. as
1: well as it is a, a financial opportunity. You know, I told you I'm all about the money now. If with people hearing all of this. Uh, I think it's gonna bode well with me, so I'm all for it.
2: Well, it's an absolute honor having you here, and so and if so, if some of the the um, the other outcomes are financial, all the better. (laughs) Well,
1: I'm sure they are. I mean, here's the the proof of the pudding is in the eating.
2: That's right. That's right. And
1: and DC Harbold right now is at the top of my list as. Of good guys. That's great.
2: That's great. Well, you know what I thought was great in in your book that people can also pick up a copy of. um, Let's see, Saturday at uh, Book Beat in Oak Park and then here Sunday at Cafe Ambrosia in town. um, Sweets, the main character, and then your narrator for the for the neck your your the other main story. Um, They're both. Andre, they're both women, and so I thought it was interesting that that's how you chose to to write. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because you've you know your songs and your music, very racy, very, I would say, male. And then here in the fiction, the the stories are being concentrated on the the, the females.
1: Okay.: <laughs> My answer to that is. The older you get, the more apologetic you become. And I'm apologizing to all of the women and trying to build their self-esteem up. So I'm catering to the women now. Instead of putting them down, I'm building them up. Because I think women are the greatest thing that walked the face of the earth. I didn't feel that way a couple of years ago when I thought I was the great Masahara. (laughs) But now as I got older and realized that I'm not the only person walking on this God green earth, that there's other people walking on this earth too, and that this is a sharing process, I decided that I'd write, to what's most interesting and what can you think of would be most more interesting than women I mean I think women are the most interesting subjects in the world Uh, can you understand what I'm trying to say yes what would the world be without a sweets you know this girl suffered she had Six brothers that was killed in one night. They all, six of them, were members of the Black Panthers. And they all got killed all at one time. On top of that, she had twins at a young age. She got pregnant. Her mother was anti-drugs and anti uh unmarried women having babies, so her mother kicked her out of the house. What just happened that the guy that got her pregnant was a big time drug dealer, and she had to go to him in order to seek some kind of shelter
2: but that didn't last
1: you know I mean she's pregnant her mother kicked her out the house she had no she had nobody to turn to, but this guy. And when this guy picked, when this guy got her an apartment and a place to stay, he gets killed by another rival drug gang. So there she was again out in the cold. I mean, it was just on and on and on and on circumstances that kept her in dire straits. So after she had made up her mind... That she had to make a living, she decided that she'd go for the only thing she knew, and that was what her boyfriend taught her, and that was how to sell drugs. So she just thought she'd figure out a new approach to selling drugs. So she came up with this scheme, and that's where it came from.
2: And and when did you when did you where did you write this in Andre? rehab and in-
1: I was in rehab, I had nothing to do, and I had to find something to do, or I wasn't going to stay in rehab. So, the lady suggested that, Marion suggested, that I write some stories. Something to Thank you. Something to kill time. And I started on the story, and I was trying to figure out what, what could I write about. There's so much that I could write about, I had to figure out well what would what could be my what do they call your first time doing something? Your debut. Yeah. I decided what would I what what would be a perfect Andre Williams debut? And I say women. Of course, women. I mean what what better debut can
2: you have?
1: So I can't think of one. I, I'm sure you can't. <laughs> so what happened was my friend called me up. I had been in rehab about a month. And he said, how you doing, Andre, in the rehab? I said, uh, I'm doing all right, but I'm getting ready to get the hell out of here because I'm getting bored. I got nothing to do. So I'm getting ready to, you know, this is getting bored, this rehab thing. I ain't got no drugs and no women. And I'm sitting in this place all by myself pulling my pud. I guess y'all know what pulling your pud means. You guys know what pulling your pud
2: means. Oh, <laughs> and I think I just got it, too. I just got it, too. You did it? You're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor <laughs> and Andre Will- <laughs> Williams.
1: <laughs> so what? So what happened was I just decided that I would write a book. Uh, He came up. She came up said, Andre, why don't you write a book while you ain't doing nothing? Maybe that'll keep you interested and keep you in the rehab.
2: And this is Miriam Lina.
1: Yeah, this is Miriam. Then I decided, okay, I'll try it. And she said, I'll give you $200 a week for five pages every week. You send me five pages... And I'll send you a check every Monday. Well, I was all the way down for that. (laughs) (laughs) Ever
2: since the Warfield Theater.
1: (laughs) I said, here we go again. (laughs) Right. So I went and um, started writing five pages, and every Friday, I'd put it in the mail, and every Monday, for the whole time that I was in rehab, I'd get the check. And then when she finished it, she said, Andre, this is going to be a great book. I said, "You really think so?" She said, "I know so," and that's how it started. And she put the book together.
2: And so, so Andre, what is? It sounds like that was a way of writing. Was a, a way back to some yourself. Like at the time, you could have um, maybe gone gone back. It sounded like you were bored, and you were like, uh, "Let's, you know, get some drugs or whatever it is, some some action." And but this was a way. But but now it sounds like. You said, I'm, I'm clean. That's what I want to be. Right. And so it's the writing some way back to, I don't know. Like It I, was a
1: bridge. It was the bridge over troubled waters. You know, it, it brought me back to reality. And the longer I stayed there, the more I wanted to get out of that mess and see some life. You know, because I thought I was really living the life. But I didn't realize what life really was until I got sober.
2: So what do you mean? Well,
1: I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting money now. It used to be I, I'd go to bed. When I wake up every morning, I'd be broke. Now I wake up, I have a few dollars in my pocket. Uh, I got a few Christian girlfriends. Nothing like a Christian girlfriend, boy. i tell you. (laughs) Fellas, get yourself a Christian girl and you'll really be getting a hold of something. Trust me. No, no, no. I'm just kidding.
2: (laughs) And don't forget to give to WCBN-FM. And don't
1: forget to give to (laughs)
2: 8803.3.
1: But stay away from the jailbait, fellas. Stay away from the jailbait. (laughs)
2: Um, this is good. Some good advice coming at you from Andre Williams. Absolutely. Um, so, Andre, with the um, is it has it always been like that for music? Because when you when you started, we started off the program. It sounded like it just happened by accident. Because there was that sign at the theater um, that flashed on, and, and you thought, "I'm gonna, I can do that. I can get this twenty five dollars. I can, I can win." Um, what did it become? Like the the music and the the songwriting, because basically that's your your whole life so far. Right. You've been involved in some way with Shape, music. Form fashion. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm a firm believer that you do nothing by accident. You know, tomorrow is not by accident. Whatever happens tomorrow is something that you did today. That's gonna. Shape tomorrow up. I believe, you know. I mean, I'm just coming to all of these uh, fantastic conclusions over the last two years. But that's just my belief, you know. Any anything that you do today is going to come back at you in some shape, form, or fashion. I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you a mind-boggling story about that. I met a girl in Miami, and I was dating her for about four months. And finally, I asked her to pop the big question. And when I popped the big question to her, I got the surprise of my life. How's that? She was a stud. She was a man.
2: Oh, that is surprising. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I was totally shocked.
1: I mean, I... <laughs> Wait, but she was the love I of your
2: you. life at the moment? No, I Andre? Mean,
1: I was so on her. You know, I say, this is going to be my piece. I had planned a lot of things ahead. But when that night came and I found out that she was a man, that's when I started realizing what life was all about, that life is full of surprises. Oh, yes. That life is full of surprises. And the more you search for them surprises... The more you're gonna find them, so it's best don't go searching.
2: Well, have you been searching though, Andre? Because no. it seems like, like every like so many amazing things so far, and, and you said you you get what's coming to you in oh, some yeah. ways. So,
1: well, what I mean by that is that goes back to DC Harbold. That twenty dollars that he's donating gonna get that back in so many different ways that I can't imagine what it's going to be, and probably he can't even imagine. But some kind of way, shape, form, of fashion, that twenty dollars is going to come back to him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That is an investment in humanity. But well, you, you know?
2: yes, yeah.
1: You know what I'm trying to say,
2: and that's what it seems like. That's
1: you- a well spent twenty dollars.
2: And that seems like what your music, like when it's out there in the world, is contributing. It's it's like an investment in humanity.
1: Absolutely. That's the way I feel. All of my songs are telling the truth in some kind of shape, form, or fashion. I'm either telling on somebody or telling about somebody. And it's something that has occurred. You know, it's a piece of life.
2: And sometimes you're telling on yourself, it seems like
1: all the time I'm telling on myself or something that I seen or something that I did, you know that's why I'm not doing very much anymore. You
2: know? I can see the halo, Andre
1: oh, it's definitely circling around no question. It
2: is. thanks so much for being here today. This you're is perfectly welcome. This has just been it's just a great hour with you. thank well, you. you
1: you know um having said that. Back when I was working for Motown and was living in Detroit, I held Ann Arbor in the highest of esteem because I thought that's where all your geniuses came from. I mean, seriously, I thought this was a place to where, this is to where they grow scientists. You know, this is, if I was going to go to college, it would have been Ann Arbor. You know, even though I had never been here at the time, but I had heard about Ann Arbor years and years ago. You know, this is this is the place to be. You know, and then when I finally start coming here and meeting people and doing things around here, I found out that I was not disappointed. This is a great little town.
2: And and you said that you um you were here and you were playing at the blind pig too. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um, I was younger then. I was dating a few older seniors. They were younger than me, but I've always been a juvenile robber. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked them younger than me uh, up until uh, here recently.
2: With, yes, with the...
1: 88.3 is still jailbait, <laughs> and it is bait. <laughs>
2: Um well Andre let's let's um let's let's tell folks about um let's see we've got Andre's upcoming where you can go and see him uh Saturday uh five o'clock at Bookbeat. That's at Oak Park. Um so there's a book signing so you can pick up a copy of Sweets and Other Stories. Um this this great
1: book. Oh and also uh don't forget to pick up my perfume. Perfume? I, yeah, I got a brand new perfume line out and it will be on display and it would be available. It was called Sweets.
2: Oh, great!
1: But uh, there was a company in in uh, Wisconsin that had a perfume I called Sweets. So we had to ch- we're using the same cover, but we ha- changed it to Humping, Bumping, and Thumping perfume.
2: Now that's yeah, so that's that, genius.
1: That's what we're going to be selling them. <laughs> Humping, bumping, and thumping perfume and the sweets book.
2: And so, so that's book beat um, on Saturday, five o'clock in Oak Park. Um, then, if you're lucky, make it to Detroit, um, uh, the Park Bar. Uh, that will be eight o'clock performance. Um, and then Sunday, Andre, you'll be back here in Ann Arbor with again. us again, <laughs> five o'clock for a book signing and selling and the perfume. Right. Um, Cafe Ambrosia at 5 o'clock. Um, Andre, just come back, please. Whenever you're in town, will you yes, just, just think, think of us? i got my
1: cell number. Okay, So just call me. Uh, okay. Get your engineer to call me. Okay. Or, the, or the station manager. Okay, Anybody to represent you guys. Just hit me up.
2: And then maybe we just, you know, maybe we, even if you're at home in Chicago, we Do can it. pipe you in, right? Yes. Okay, yes. that'll be just wonderful. Call me. Call okay, me. I will. Call
1: me. Y'all have uh, become my favorite people. One of my favorite people. And D.C., you're my man. Thank you very much for building me up by donating the 20 bucks.
2: Thanks for listening. Thank Thank you, you, Andre Williams. And thanks, please. Give to WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor. You've got living writers. I'm T. Hetzel. Until next time.
0: I'm running, yes, before it's too late, trying to get away from that jail bag. It's a rough temptation, but a